0: excited about tonight because we have with us a special guest speaker it is my son my youngest son Azariah he is going to be helping me preach the sermon this evening and he is how old are you by the way five and three quarters five and three quarters excellent and what grade are you in kindergarten kindergarten that's pretty awesome and is there something that you wanted to tell all of these students tonight
1: I want to read this book that I brought from my school. It's about kindness. I want to read it to everyone because I want everyone to learn more about kindness. There needs to be more 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 kindness in the world. That
0: is so true. Would you like to read the book right away?
1: Yes. Okay, great. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. I'm a little boy has the one they call geek. The little girl who never smiles because I got braces on my teeth. And I know how it feels to cry myself to sleep. I'm the kid on every playground who's always chosen last. And the one who's slower than the others in my class. You don't have to be my friend. But is it too much to ask. Don't laugh at me. Don't call me names. Don't get your pleasure from my pen. In God's eyes, we're all the same. And someday we'll have perfect wings. Don't laugh at me. I'm the beggar on the corner. You've passed me on the street. I wouldn't be out there begging if I had enough to eat. Don't think I'd eyes I, I don't never meet. I was born a little different. I do my dreaming from this chair. I pretend it doesn't hurt me when people point and stare. There's a simple way to show me just how much you care. Don't laugh at me. Don't call me names. Don't get your pleasure from my pain. In God's eyes, we're all the same. Someday we'll all have perfect wings. Don't laugh at me. I'm fat. I'm thin. I'm short. I'm tall. I'm deaf. I'm blind. Hey, aren't we all? The end. Very good, son.
0: That was excellent, excellent reading. So Azariah, what is it that you noticed about this book that you really wanted to share with everyone here tonight?
1: Everyone has something different that makes them different, but everyone still deserves kindness. Sometimes it is easier to be mean or make fun of people, but it's not kind. God shows kindness to us. And the most important rule in all the Bible is a big, thick book
0: with almost a thousand pages. But the most important things can be summarized in two sentences one, love God. And two, love your neighbor as yourself. And that's why Jesus said, show him mercy, show him goodness, show him kindness, which is what we're talking about tonight. So Azariah came into the office this week and he wrote this sermon with me. These are his words that he's reading. And he came up with the three points about kindness that he wants to share with everyone. So the first truth about kindness is what?
1: Meanness is contagious. It spreads.
0: Meanness is contagious. It spreads. Meanness is contagious. If we take a look at that story from Luke 10, the thieves were mean, right? They found this guy. They ninja kicked him in the face. They stripped him naked, and they beat him up, and they robbed him. Now, this wasn't on a road where people would normally see him. This was a deserted area, and they literally left the man to die. That's meanness. Now, I can think, like this is embarrassing to admit, but I can think of moments in my life where I've been deliberately mean. And we don't like to talk about it, it's awkward to talk about the moments where we have epic fails, but every one of us can probably think of a couple moments in our lives where we're not proud of it, maybe we weren't thinking, maybe we weren't, um, we were trying to impress someone else or be cool to the right person, and so all of a sudden, we find ourselves outright being mean. And that's what the character, the thieves, did in Jesus' story. Whenever we read the Bible, we should look and ask ourselves, how am I like or dislike any of the characters that I'm reading in this story? So these, the thief, I hope that I'm dislike, not like the thief. But I can find moments where in the deepest part of my heart where I was like, ooh, I know that was mean. I know that was unkind. I know I shouldn't have done that. And that's what happens to the thief. And if we realize, gosh, there's a moment where I've been mean on purpose to someone, a parent, a sibling a classmate then what we need to do is apologize we apologize to god we say god i blew it and he doesn't get mad he knows we're gonna blow it he made us he gets that we messed up so we apologize to god the bible says he forgives us then we have to make it right with that person that we were mean to. We have to go to them. We have to say, sorry, I'm so sorry I did that. And we have to think of a way to make it up to them. Like maybe encourage them, do something kind for them, to kind of change that that thing that happened between us and that other person from meanness to kindness. But I really want to get into this idea, Azariah's point, that meanness is contagious. And so what that means is meanness spreads. Like if you are ever in a situation in the morning and all of a sudden someone's just like a jerk to you, just saying something mean, isn't it easier to interact with the next person that you see and kind of be mean to them? Like it spreads like that. So I actually need some help with this part. Uh, Caleb, Azariah wants to use Caleb Miller and we're going to uh, slime him tonight um, just because we can and we love things like this here, right? So we're going to slime Caleb now. We're going to slime him with some meanness. But what you need to know about Caleb, I don't know how well all of you know him, but I love Caleb. He's actually one of the kindest young people I know. He is... He volunteers at his school every single day to read with the little, the younger kindergartners. He's constantly helping all around. He just treats people with kindness. And so we're sliming him with meanness, but he really doesn't deserve it. It's just to help with the sermon. And also Azariah really likes Caleb, and so it's fun for him. So anyways, we're going to slime Caleb. So Azariah, what did we put in this slime machine, by the way? We put green slime. We put green slime in it. And what is green slime, what does it have to do with all this? What's the point here?
1: Meanness is sticky. It stays on you.
0: Meanness can be sticky, and it kind of stays on you. That's right. So, Caleb, we're going to slime you with meanness. We're going to attack you with this meanness and just see what happens for fun. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Poor Caleb. So, meanness into Caleb. He didn't deserve it. He didn't bring it on himself. Just meanness happened. Now watch as he walks away. What is he doing on my floor? Dripping and ooing and gooing and spreading meanness as he walks, which of course is not his fault. It's my fault. But nonetheless, <laughs> he created a mess. And it's not, it didn't stay on Caleb, did it? It's all over the place. We have to have squeegee people and floor zamboni people in towels. Meanness is contagious and it spreads everywhere. And so when we, on purpose, like the thieves in Luke chapter 10, do something mean, that meanness is going to get on. It got on me. It got on Pastor Will. Did it get on you, Ezra? No. You were safe. It didn't get on him. But it made a giant mess. And that's what meanness does. It lands on someone and it spreads and it becomes contagious like dominoes knocking each other over. The meanness keeps going and that's why it's so important that we're able to check ourselves and ask ourselves am I being mean now obviously we can see if we're being like the thieves in the story ninja kicking people in the face getting sent to the these are obvious reasons we know we're being mean but what about the other two characters in the story right there was a teacher a priest and a teacher of religious leaders stuff like a guy that worked at a church did those people show meanness to the injured guy? They did. How? How did they show meanness? They didn't show meanness by kicking him or beating him or stealing from him. They showed meanness by refusing to be kind. And I think it's really important that we all realize that when we refuse to be kind, that absence of kindness is also meanness. And that's really what happens. The Bible teaches us in James chapter four, I want you to read this verse with me. It says, so if you know of an opportunity to do right, right in this context means good and kind. If you know the right thing today, yet you refrain or refuse to do it, you are guilty of sin. If we know the kind thing we should do, but we say, eh, I'm not feeling like being kind. I'm not feeling like helping that person. I know they tripped on the stairs, and their papers went everywhere, and everyone is laughing at them during passing time, but I don't feel like putting myself in there. I don't want to get made fun of, so I'm not going to bend down and help them pick up. If we know the kind thing, but we don't do it, the truth is we're kind of being mean. And that's kind of hard to swallow sometimes. But when we look at the Bible story, we see that an absence of kindness actually also equals meanness. We are responsible as people who believe in God to love God and love people to the best of our ability. And that means when there's a chance to be kind, we have to grab hold of it and we have to take it. And this brings us to our second truth. Our second truth,
1: Azariah... Every person should be the one to start kindness.
0: Every person should be the one to start the kindness. And this is Azariah's idea too. And he said that that seems really important to him because usually everyone is waiting for someone else to be kind everyone's waiting for someone else to ask the bullied kid to sit at their lunch table everyone's waiting for someone else to reach out and do the yard work for the elderly neighbor that can't do it so often it's easy to be like i don't want to step out and be the first one but i'll kind of join in but we should be the one that starts the kindness by stepping up first the bible says in first thessalonians chapter five always try to be kind to each other and to everyone else like kindness shouldn't be reserved for certain people in our life. It should be how we live and move and breathe and have our being. It should be how we treat people at home and at school and and, and on our sports field and everywhere we go, not just a church thing. So one of the things I notice about this story is that the two religious people weren't kind. The two religious people did not step up and honor God by going out of their way to be kind. And guys, that's something that we as Christians have to change. We have to change our reputation by being one of the first people to continually step up and being kind. When we leave someone feeling hurt or broken or rejected or empty or lonely or like they don't fit in, it's like we're leaving them beat up on the side of the road of life. And instead, God wants us to invite them and give them purpose by saying things like you matter and you're important and I care about you. That's our role in the world. And this kindness is something we show everywhere. Because just like meanness is contagious, kindness is contagious, right? How many times have you heard that at school? So our third truth, Azariah, what is it? Kindness is contagious, it spreads. Kindness is contagious, and it spreads too. So one act of kindness, one kind word, one kind action, one, one kind offer, saying to someone, would you like help? Would you like help? That can be the kindest thing that happens to that person that day. Can I share what I have with you? A super kind thing that any one of us can offer to do at any point during the day. Would you like to come sit with me or be included with me and my group? That is a kind way of reaching out to people. You saw the slime machine come back in. So I know you guys are excited. You know we're about to do something weird again. Um, just a second. The Bible says in Ephesians 4, it says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. So the slime machine is here. We're going to fill it this time with things that represent kindness. So Azariah had this, had these ideas. So Azzy, what are we going to fill the slime machine with this time?
1: Marshmallow, balloons, and peeps. Marshmallows, balloons, and
0: peeps. All right, let's do it. So there's a bunch of marshmallows, balloons, and peeps. This is a 55-gallon barrel drum, so we got to put a lot of kindness in there. Yes, okay. What else should we put in there? Do you got any other ideas?
1: And confetti.
0: Some confetti. I think confetti would be good. Some confetti, some balloons. Let's go ahead and dump that in. Okay. I like sugar, all right? Lay off. Okay, so now we're going to put all that in. And Azariah, what does confetti and balloons and peeps and marshmallows and all that, what does that have to do with kindness? Kindness is like a party. Kindness is sweet. Kindness is like a party and kindness makes us feel sweet. See how that works, you guys? And I know it's interesting. You guys are a lot older, a lot wiser than a five and three quarter year old. But listen to him. As he's saying these things, doesn't this just feel like the way that we should live? Doesn't this just feel like the way that we as people should treat one another? We need to start spreading kindness. So Azariah, I know you picked Caleb to slime the first time. Who would you like to slime the second time? Myself. Yourself. Okay. Go for it. All right. Hop in the, go this way so you don't slip and fall. Hop in the pool. All right, so we are gonna slime Azariah with some kindness, and I want you to watch what happens to the stuff, what happens to the kindness as we pour it out on him. All right, let's see. Whoa, that's a lot of kindness. Awesome. Okay, just like the meanness, the meanness, You got some stuck in your hair. You just wanna eat one of those so bad, don't you? you? You can, it's fine. He's like looking at me like, can I, mom? Are you gonna kill me? Okay, so here's the truth. Just like meanness doesn't stay where it lands, it spreads. And that's what happened with the kindness, right? I see marshmallows kind of all around. I see balloons. I see confetti. I see it stuck in his hair. And as Azariah goes throughout his day, after someone dumps kindness into his life, guess what's going to happen? That kindness is going to spread. That kindness is going to get contagious. That kindness is going to drop off all around him because he's been slimed with some, someone's kindness. And it keeps on coming and young people that's what I want to challenge you with is you two you need to finish your sermon buddy (laughs) (laughs) kindness kindness we want to splash off on other people and when someone starts by being kind guess what You have a kind interaction with someone, the next person you interact with is probably going to be kind too. And that kindness can trigger more and more kindness. So we talked a lot about a lot of different ways that we can all be kind on a regular basis. But Azariah had one particular idea that he felt really strongly about that he wanted to suggest to everyone. So what is your idea about how we can show kindness?
1: One thing you can do is write a kindness note. A kindness note is where you write something kind on a piece of paper, and you can give it to somebody.
0: Yeah, a kindness note. So what would be, like, what is an example of a kindness note that you could give to someone? What would you write on a kindness note?
1: You're awesome, you color my heart. You're
0: awesome, and you color my heart? Whenever you got that one from that's so cute. Yes, those are the kind of things. So you could get a piece of paper, right, and you could write an anonymous note and you could give it to someone. Maybe you don't even know who you're going to give it to, but you could just stick it on a locker and say, God, show me whose locker to stick it onto. In fact, I want to ask a question. How many of you this year at school got a random kindness note for some reason that you don't even exactly know? Right? So someone just gave you one? My, son, my oldest son just got one today. Look at that. Right? In fact, in fact, that, that program, that program was actually started by Azariah's kindergarten class and his teacher is here with us today, Ms. Shannon. That was her idea to spread kindness in our school district, which is pretty cool. Because I would say over half of you said you got a kindness note for no reason at all. Do you see how a simple idea can ignite kindness in our world all around us, all around us. So Azariah had the idea because someone else gave him the idea and the kindness continues to spread. And so at the end of the night, we ha- what do we have, Azariah? This is your part. What do we have at the end of the night for the kids to do? The eighth grade party. No, okay, that's true too. <laughs> we do have an eighth grade party. But what do we have What do we have with this? We have the paper and the table. What were you going to say about that? We have... We have kindness notes. Uh-huh. We have blank paper and some pencils. So everybody, at the end of the night tonight, you can come forward, you can grab a piece of paper, you can write a kindness note and, and you can do it a different ways. The ones you guys have been receiving in school, so cool, so powerful. Those are those are like anonymous. We don't know who they're from. We don't necessarily even know who we're gonna get it, give it to, but we just think about like what is something that makes people feel significant? What can I write that makes people feel loved and valued and important? What is something I can say and then who should I give it to and we stick it on a locker or we leave it in a public place where someone can find it and we're spreading that kindness around. That's something we could do. Or you could, another approach you could take is you could think in your mind of someone specific in your life that you think needs or deserves some encouragement. Maybe you're thinking of like, an, like a grandparent and you're like, I really, my grandma is so nice and I like really don't talk to her as much as I should. I'm going to choose to write dear grandma and write her an actual letter. And I know this is insane, but you could mail it to her. Or take it to her house and give it to her and just imagine how that kindness would like overflow in your grandma's life. If you say, I remember when I was little and we read stories together and you're so special and I really love you. That would change her her whole week, even maybe her month. Or maybe you can think of a particular kid at school that their life just kind of sucks right now. They're going through something. Their parents are getting divorced or you're just watching them just get dumped with meanness all the time. You could choose to write a note directly to them and point out something awesome about them that you've noticed. Something to encourage them. So you can do it anonymous and sneak it to anybody or you can do it specific to someone that you really know. But the truth is it's an easy practical step. Now... At the end of the night, we're not going to say, everyone make a line and write a kindness note before you can play. We're going to say, hey, you guys are old enough to make your own choice, so we're going to say, when we're done, go. Go do your thing. Maybe you come forward, you do your note first. Maybe go play in the foam pit first because you know yourself and you know you're going to lose your note if you go into the foam pit with it. So whatever works, but sometime in the next 30 minutes before we go home tonight, take a moment to write a kindness note to someone that you think needs it. Before you go, I want to pray with you. God, thank you. Thank you that you showed us kindness first, that you showed us kindness by loving us, by caring for us, and by sending us Jesus. You showed us the real definition of what it means to be kind and merciful. Thank you, and we love you for that. But God, we want to step up, and we want to show other people how to be kind. So students, just for a moment with your eyes closed, we just want to create like some private space for people to ask themselves a question. Because maybe you're here tonight and you realize that you have like a mean action that you've done that you haven't talked to God about. And if you can think of that and it's still bothering you in your heart, all you need to do is say, dear Jesus, forgive me for whatever that thing is that you know was kind of like the mean thing. Please forgive me. And then he forgives you. And so, God, we we just bring those things to you right now. We thank you for your forgiveness and your mercy. And we say we want to be a people known for our kindness, known for our mercy all over the city. In Jesus' name we pray. Bless these students. Amen.
1: Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.